0: Hey guys. Okay. So I am starting to incorporate more and more, um, just interaction with you. That's really, really important to me. I can't tell you, um, just how important it is to, for me to interact with you, to know what you're going through and how, you know, the questions and, and just situations that you're in. If I can be of service to you, in whatever way, you know, whatever way is possible for me. Um, And I think the best way is through my voice. Um, I've come to realize that this is, this is whatever this is that I'm answering to Um, in this heart's calling. I don't know where it will go, but I know that it is what I'm supposed to be doing. It feels truly in alignment with me. And I'm so excited about things unfolding you know things unfolding with the podcast and things unfolding just in general as well as things unfolding with this membership site because for me it's like a way to really connect with you all in a very um personal way and not just um my voice going out to wherever who knows um but actually a way for us to connect and interact so i'm i'm super excited about that Um, but i do love to get your email questions and i recently got a question that um, came from gabriella she asked the question what was the breaking point for you i've been listening to your podcast and you have mentioned that you weren't always in a positive state i am now almost 30 and i have barely come to this stage of realization in terms of holding my thoughts accountable, repeating my affirmations during negative situations and manifestation. There are times where I wish I could have learned these things sooner because I look back on my life and feel as though there was a lot of time wasted, although I know my journey journey was quite specific and meant to be the way it was. How did you become familiar with manifestation? How long did it take you to get to the point you're at in your life from the moment you were introduced to this new mindset? Was it hard to transition from a negative mindset to the one you have now? After so much experience, do you still find yourself in difficult mindsets? And if so, how do you cope to remain on the positive side? So I do want to go like right off the bat and say that the podcast that I give to you guys and especially the riffs but all of it, really. But the riffs and those recordings that I make for you guys, those are honest, transparent and um, authentic. I mean, I hope that's the interpretation that you're good. I hope that's the energy you're feeling on your end um, experiences that I'm going through. Now, I was going, you know, I, I recently left my corporate position um, that I worked very, very hard for. Um, and so there was a certain amount that I could give you a certain level of transparency that I could provide through the podcast. But then also I had to be very mindful of, you know, I work for a company and I have to consider, you know, myself as a representative of that company. So there were things that, you know, just, I don't want to say I was holding back, but I had to be very careful about how I, I explained things, you know, just out of consideration for people I work with and, and work for in the company I work for, you know, that was more for protecting people, you know, because I, I'm not looking at putting um, things out to harm people, you know, and that's not to say that I was in harmful situations by any means where I needed to do that. I, I was just dealing with a lot on my end Um, and my own energy and my own mindset breaking through the barriers, the containers, you know, that are my mind and that I put myself in, not anything that anyone specifically ever even said to me, uh, but just my own mental, like, restriction, like, my own mental constraints that I believed were there, the, the, the um, program that I was living that told me that, this is how I'm being perceived or I have to be careful or I can't shine as bright as I want to. So I take full responsibility of that, those limitations that I put myself within those, that container I put myself within. So um, after prefacing that, I just want to say that this is a constant journey. Um, I have days like everybody else where i am not feeling in alignment with my purpose and i'm feeling that contrast i'm feeling sad or i'm feeling depressed and i don't even know why you know but i but i've come to learn that when i have that feeling it's because i've fallen out of alignment with what i feel is my purpose in life and sometimes on our journey we have to accept a certain level of responsibility that we we feel is limiting us. We feel is not hundred percent in alignment with our big vision or purpose, but it actually um, is in alignment with our purpose. Um, and I'll get to that in a second, but we feel that feeling and it can kind of bring us down. It can kind of make us sad or like, we're not living our purpose. We're not living our truth. And that those are the moments that I've had in my life where I felt very down. Like I felt like I was living two split lives, my spiritual life And then my corporate life. And I was kind of like traveling down two different roads at the same time. And I would just kind of bounce back and forth between the two roads. And I believe I just recently said this on a podcast, but I feel that these two roads, maybe I didn't, maybe that's the one that's coming out this Friday. uh, But I do believe that these two roads are meant to be that way. You're going to flip-flop back and forth between this split life as you start to merge into um, that fully walking in your purpose. So it's a it as they say, it is a journey and you're going from, you know, coming into this life with this mission or this purpose placed on your heart, being born into this life, forgetting that purpose Maybe as a child, you have some connection to that because you're still feeling some of that um, light that you carry into this physical life. So you're carrying some of that light with you. And so that's the beauty of, of children is they're so divinely connected. Um, but as we journey through the, the years and our more and more interaction with others, our program develops and it and it starts to we start to forget. We, we completely we, we get amnesia you know, as to what our purpose is in life. And then throughout our life, we have hints and clues and little voices, like a a message from our heart that speaks to us. I like to say it was whispering to me like all these years, you know, giving me clues or giving me urges, but not really knowing what it meant. It's like, it's like a a mystery and you get a clue and you're like, I don't know what this clue means, but I'm just going to hold on to it and uh, try to use it in some way. And I think at some point this tool or this clue will come in handy and I'll unlock to the next level, you know. And I've referred to many times of thinking about life as like a video game. You know, I always think Super Mario Brothers. And it's so funny. I've said this so many times that I saw um, someone refer to something, refer to um, like lessons as that, you know, like referring to um, life lessons like advancing in Super Mario's or Mario Brothers. Um, And so those are like, that's the beauty of synchronicities, you know, just, it's not as if you need that affirmation or confirmation from the universe that you're on the right path, but it sure is lovely to receive them. Right. So getting back to the question, I don't know that I, I don't know when I reach that point. I think it's just so gradual, you know, and, and is it important? really to know when one reaches that point of, of like, you know, this ability to shift your mindset, it's really just being in the present moment. Um, sometimes, yes, I do think it's good to look back on your life and kind of see how the pieces all fit together. Um, and then you can almost kind of look forward on your life too and see how the pieces could fit together. But the reality is that we are in this present moment and what we are doing right now is what is what is the most important because it's it's laying the foundation for our future self and that connection on that road to this higher purpose or this this future future self um but what was what was my breaking point um that question oh my god what was my breaking point I mean, I look back on my life and I've had so many, you know, I can go back to childhood and see so much abandonment and loss of family members um, through illness. Um, I could think about my breaking point when my mother kicked me out of my home in the middle of the night uh, and how my life, you know, I was lucky to graduate from high school um, because I was going through so much that last year of school. Um, I could look at every uh, relationship I was in from my first relationship as a teenager through, um, through my adult life and I could see the codependency and the um, the people I allowed in my life that, that drained me and the addiction I had to people pleasing as well as the addiction I had to, um, not addiction to food, but the the terrible relationship I had. With food, you know, starving myself, and then, and then emotional eating, you know, like later in life, it, you know, and um, so there are so many breaking points. A breaking point when, um, you know, when I went through a divorce, you know, right after I moved to New York. This was so long ago, uh, but that was a breaking point. You know, when I felt like every day after work I needed to to go drink, you know, because everyone around me, that's what they did the, when I lost my job twice because of the recession. And, and then I ended up bartending and, you know, I put myself through school. I'm the first person in my family, like my immediate family to graduate from high school as well as go to college and also leave our, you know, where we grew up in Missouri. So um, for me to go back to working in a bar, that was a little bit of a breaking point. Um, what else? I mean, I can go through, there's so many, you know, like finally advancing, like getting somewhere in my career and then having people around me who made me feel like they wanted to destroy me, you know, but, um, time and time again, um, I always came back to strengthening the relationship with myself, my inner self and, you know, I, I had heard this quote that happiness comes from within, like, God, I don't know, so many times, like growing up, I heard about it. And um, my mom was a big fan of uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And so I remember hearing that kind of stuff and never really understood it. Um, but I wanted to find the happiness within. I just didn't know how to uh, because I felt so much like self-loathing and self-hate and I felt I was ugly and deformed and I don't know it's just like I had so many issues that were that I absorbed you know that were stuck to me and and this like low self-esteem and feeling of just unworthiness you know and so I put myself in situations that would further um communicate the message of unworthiness to me and I think my biggest break I mean I say there was maybe the biggest breaking point was um in January of 2017 where I left a relationship with someone that was echoing my childhood and um all the alcoholism that I saw around my life uh and through my life and in in my The inner child in me felt the responsibility to take care of the two children that were not mine, but that were um, a part of that package. And I was not used to recognizing my feelings and recognizing that I had value and needs and I did not have to put myself at the bottom of the totem pole. And I remember this person even said, you always put yourself at the bottom of the totem pole. And he's like, and there you go. and And you come in last again. And I think he said that to hurt me, but, but it was also, it, it did hurt. Um, but it was a good hurt because it, it, it started to wake me up and I started to question and try to understand why I would choose to put myself last, last, why I felt that I did not deserve that. Um, And so that might have been a breaking point, but it was a breakthrough point. It wasn't a breaking point, you know, and I think of all these things that I this laundry list of things and there's still more to it. You know, we all have so much, you know, in our lives that we've gone through. I'm not saying all that stuff to make it seem like I've gone through so much more than anybody else or for pity. It's really more because I just want to say that there have been so many. I don't know what a breaking point breaking point was. But what I do choose is to look back on those moments and not see a breaking point, but a breakthrough point. Just at that time I was in pain and I couldn't see the beauty of the pain that I was breaking through to the next level or to the other side. Um, And it's only now that I can look back on it and I can see that. And now I've gone through enough of that, that when I hit these pain points in my life that cause me or um, that put that mirror in front of me that allows me to see what's really going on and see that it's what's going on inside of me that's making me feel this way, not what's going on in my outside world, what's going on in me that I realize that this is something that I need to work on. This is somewhere that I need to love and nurture and give my attention to the attention I did not get as a child when I felt neglected. So it's now time for me to stop neglecting what's going on, my feelings in my life. And and I need to give myself that nurturing time, that cocooning where I go in and I feel the feelings. I cry through it. I feel the pain through it. I let the tears wash the pain away and then allow the sun to come out and the rainbow Highlighting the beauty of the situation and creating that space for the beauty and the love that is within me and already around me to just fill up that vacuum. Um, And so I see those as breakthroughs. So, no, I was not always in a positive state by any means. I was very self-destructive. If you want to know the truth, I used to hit myself. Um, I used to have nervous habits um, when I was very young where I'd pull out pieces of my hair. You know, these are things that people don't know about me. Um, But I was very self-destructive. I I tried to hurt myself a few times. People don't know this. Um, And I and, you know, when I and those were the extreme moments you know, when there was so much energy built up that I would resort to that because I didn't know how to channel that energy. But that energy that was in me was energy of, of the light, like saying this is not where you're supposed to fucking be. Okay. So what are we going to do about it? You know, what are we going to do about all this light and energy in you that wants to come out, but your human brain doesn't know how to channel this energy and use it for something that's beautiful in this world, because that's what this energy is meant for. But our human mind you know, it depends on our state of mind. It depends on our mindset because that energy can come through you and whatever kind of constraints and limitations and containers you have or the lens that you're seeing through will determine how that energy manifests itself in your life. And so back then I would hurt myself and it seemed totally normal. And I believe that love was painful. I believe that you had to suffer to receive love. I put myself in so many painful situations where I did not receive Love. I did not receive um, unconditional love. I received very conditional love from very wounded people because I, too, was wounded. But I did not know how to find the happiness within or find the light and the love within me and let that translate and manifest itself into my life. So therefore, I was manifesting that energy that was within me into harmful, you know, into self-loathing, into wanting to be in situations that were painful. Um, And so, and so that was, that was just my life, you know, and it was a gradual progression. Um, Let's see, I am now almost 30 and I've barely come to this stage of realization in terms of holding my thoughts accountable. Well, the important thing is that you are holding your thoughts accountable. You know, I think, I think the perfect time for this is right now. I think the perf- you are in the perfect time of this. And I think that someday I know that. I don't think I know that someday your heart and your heart probably already feels this, but your mind is trying to tell you that you didn't do it soon enough. You know, you're still not good enough. Okay. You didn't do it soon enough. You wasted so much of this time. Now you're already 30. Look at you. Look at how much you've wasted, okay? Your heart is not telling you that. That is the limitation, the container of your mind telling you that. And that is not truth. That is a container. That is a program that you've picked up and you've made it your belief system. But it is not truth. Truth exists in your heart. Your heart would never talk to you that way. So what I suggest is spending time with your heart find quiet moments and connect to your heart close your eyes put your hand on your heart and just start with gratitude i am so grateful that i now have come to this realization that i my thoughts are something that i control and the thoughts that i control create my reality and maybe in the past I didn't know this and maybe in the past I made some mistakes and bad choices, but I will start to have the eyes to see my heart already knows that this is that these things were part of my amnesia to the love and the light that's within me and the the creativity and the ability to manifest and all the magic that's inside of me. I had amnesia to that, but I'm starting to wake up to it. And so I'm so grateful to be connected to you. I love you. Feel the heartbeat. Feel the, the energy from within your heart. Feel the energy pulsating through your body. And be grateful for that. You are alive and you've had this realization. How many people on their deathbed realize this? But you are alive and you are 30 and you realize this. That's incredible. And every day, you're going to take steps getting you a little closer. Yeah, you might slip back. You might have a day when you're feeling low energy or you start to fall into bad thoughts. That's our human program. That's just a part of it. That's that parallel life, you know, that we slip, like flip-flop back and forth between those two um, paths. And that's okay. Just, Just ride through the feeling. Feel the feeling. Put that mirror up to yourself and say, where do I need to love myself a little bit more? You know, this is a this is here, not just like as a lesson, but this is here to show me that I might not be loving myself the way that I should. And there might be some things going on inside of me that I'm not allowing myself to see. So start with some gratitude. Um, let's see, repeating my affirmations during negative situations and manifestation. Okay. So, you know, if you've been listening for a while and you've read some of my stuff, you know that I have an affirmation that I lived by for 8 years. And I I don't say it nearly as much because I think that affirmation is truth for me now. So, I've moved on to other things. But the affirmation that I lived by for 8 freaking years and I remember crying in the shower When i was getting ready for work this wasn't this wasn't here at this this position this most recent position in corporate it was more when i was um working on a former project and i was just in a situation that was that was that was a great breakthrough point because it led me to working with some amazing teachers um, because I had to find and I've talked about this on the podcast too, I had to find you know i I would have liked to have confronted and and talked through the situations with some of the 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 people I was working around um however, I just knew in my heart that my words would not have the impact, and I did not feel I was strong enough to be able to deal with their response to my heartfelt communication. (laughs) And so, and I did not anticipate the response would be like what my heart would want to hear. But, and so I took that time to go inward and, and work on my own healing and my own, like, why do I need to be validated by other people? Why do I need people to think that I'm good? Why do I need people to think that I'm um, lovable or worthy? Like what part of me still needs that validation from people? And can I start to heal that part of me so that when I have built that inner strength, I can then speak my truth and, and be fearless in speaking my truth, not harmful with my words, but speaking from my heart And speaking my truth, like honoring and respecting myself and standing up for myself, not in a way that's harmful to others, but in a way that is 100 percent honoring who I am. And so that's what I chose to work on instead. And so. Let's see, where am I? The affirmation. So that affirmation is bigger and better. Things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know they're coming. That affirmation, I'll say it again, bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know they're coming. And so that affirmation was what I could say to myself because I knew that I was on the right path to the next level, to bigger things than where I was. Like I knew there was a bigger purpose for my life and I knew that there were better things than the situation that I was in. I didn't know when they were coming because I gave up the um, desire to control the outcome. I gave up that desire to control when it would arrive and I gave up the desire to control the way it would arrive. Um, I don't know what they are and I don't know when they're coming, you know, bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know that they're coming. So it's like, you know that these things are coming and but you don't know in what way they'll manifest but your heart knows and you have faith in that. And so this was my way of saying something that my mind could believe that was in alignment with my heart. Because with affirmations, um, you got to give yourself like a little, um, you got to have like a way for your mind to believe it's true. Does that make sense? Because what happens is, you say an affirmation, you know, like, I don't know, these affirmations all the time with manifesting money, I've, I gotta admit, like, I've manifested a hell of a lot more money than I ever thought I would. But I don't know if I ever wrote down a manifestation for money, like a, like a mantra that to manifest a certain dollar amount of money that I actually got, (laughs) but because I put myself in that energetic frequency of bringing that in, um, I just got it all the time, and now I get it all the time, and I I don't have fear, that fear that used to be within me that was like, oh, this is the only little bit of money I'm going to get, so I better hoard it, or I better spend it all because I don't deserve to have it, so sometimes those affirmations can be so much of a contrast, that it's hard for your, your mind to allow it in. And instead you vibrate in a frequency of, well, that's not true. And and then you continue to attract more of that contrast rather than what you want to up level to. So that's why I always like this, this bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I know that they're coming um, because it, it gave the universe actually, you don't have to give the universe permission. That's what I almost said. You don't have to give the universe permission, but it, what it did was it allowed me to allow the universe to unfold, um, and uncover, um, those things in my, on my path and in whatever outcome they were. So I felt like that, that was a, a mantra that I could really hold on to. And so when I felt really sad or when I would cry or I'd have like something that felt unfair to me in life, I would recite that mantra and, and I would just say it and say it and say it until I started to feel better. And it, and I started to feel better. It always felt better, you know, but I allowed myself to feel the feelings, you know, I allowed myself to cry. I allowed myself to feel the hurt while I continue to say this mantra and that mantra just opened up. I allowed the pain in. I allowed the flood of tears to come in. I allowed it to wash away, you know, what was there. And I allowed the sun to come up, that rainbow to come up and shine in my life. And allowed my my brain allowed that to become a reality with with the mantra like that. And let's see. Okay, I want to make sure I covered everything you asked, Gabriella. There are times when I wish I would have learned these things sooner because I look back and I in, on my life and I feel as if there was a lot of time wasted. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. All the look, I look back on my life too. I get it. I one hundred percent get it. And you know, I'm much older than thirty. So not to sound like oh, I'm older and wiser. I'm saying. You got time. Okay. You are here and you're alive and everything that you lived through before that was not wasted time. And your the more you walk on this journey and the more your heart opens up to this and the more you connect to your heart, you will realize that that time and those experiences were definitely served a purpose. 100%. And I do believe that we're all here to heal on our, like heal ourselves on our journey and our connection to our heart, our soul, spirit, and to align with our life's purpose, our heart's calling, soul's calling, whatever you want to call it. I believe that we are all here to be of service to each other and our healing in some capacity. And that could be various things. It could be like me with the podcast speaking. Um, it could be someone who designs beautiful homes that make people feel secure and safe, and inspired you know it could be someone who who makes clothing that helps people feel more in alignment with like a higher vibration you know it could be someone who makes food that nurtures someone you know our our service to others um can manifest itself in so many different ways and it's all unique to each human and so i do believe that that the experiences and the time that you feel you wasted was not wasted, um, and that as you walk along your path, that time will show its significance to you. So be patient, connect to your heart, um, take time to kind of like look back on the experiences that you had, and, and know that there's beauty in those experiences and that will unfold to you as you continue on your journey. I promise you just continue on your journey and try to find a place in your heart where you have no regrets for the past, you know, there, if you do have regrets, um, try to find the place in your heart that needs healing, you know, to where you can find peace then with the last 30 years, you know, and, and whatever events happen in your past and, and find peace and love within those experiences. Um, turn that mirror on yourself and ask yourself, Gabriella, where do you need some love and attention? Because like you're feeling this feeling from this experience and that feeling that doesn't feel good, like that's an indication of an area that you need to love yourself. So where is this place that we need to love? What is this thinking or this mindset that we need to look at and and, and shine some light on and release things, and allow the love to just take place. Okay, how did I become familiar with manifestation? Um, Well, let's see, I mean, the first time I ever heard of, well, not the word manifestation, so, and I I speak about this on my podcast, like er, I think early on, I found a book. So when I was a kid, I was very, um, you know, I had a great imagination. I would dream about a lot of things, you know. I think that, you know, when I was much younger, I was much happier and then I went through this dark phase. where, you know, my mom even talks about it. Like you went through this dark phase where you started writing really dark poetry because I loved to write and I would write poetry as a child. I would draw and write poetry. I would make up songs. I would make up stories. Um, I would make up scripts and make my cousins act out. (laughs) Um, but I was always creating, you know, and, um, I fell into, this darker place in my life. And, um, there was something really good that came out of that dark place though, because what came from that dark place was an interest in the occult. Okay. And so back then when I was a kid, um, you, that was really, that was new age and spirituality. Like that's what it was. It was like all under the occult in the library. And, um, so I became interested in astrology and, um, um witchcraft. Like I, I was like, oh, this is interesting, you know. Um, but what is witchcraft? That's working with energy. So it was like that was the beginning of um of understanding like energetics and energy, which is what manifestation is. You know, it's um it's working with your mindset, like <laughs> what your mind believes is possible, um, and then co-creating with the forces of energy, you know, life force energy to then um, move through things to become the creator, the artist in your life. And so I found a book in this occult section in the library that was, um, I don't remember the title. I just remember the cover. And I remember loosely what the title was. It was like something about reprogramming your brain. Um, like you could reprogram your brain and it had like a little, like, computer, you know, image on the front, like an old school computer, like really old school computer, um, and a brain, you know, and I remember reading that and I was like, Oh, so like the way that I'm thinking controls the output of the computer, you know? And, and I just remember picking up that and like holding on to it, but just because I picked it up and held on to it doesn't meant that that was like when my life changed And the change started happening rapidly because I was very young and I still had a lot of pain that I was holding on to and like painful thinking, very wounded child kind of thinking that I was still holding on to. And I had to go through a lot of stuff. But that was the beginning of of manifestation. They just didn't call it manifestation then. You know, and one of the things I like to dissect on this is this podcast is that, Manifestation is kind of a buzzword right now. It's been around forever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real word in the dictionary. You know, it's not just like a buzzword or a trendy word. Um, but it's now taken on kind of a meaning, like a popular culture meaning that I think um, needs some work because, you know, I see like things in this. Look, it's not a bad thing when people say like how I manifested a thousand dollars or how I manifested um, um, this kind of car or something like that. Um, and I've created those types of things too, but I try to go deeper than just that. Like, cause I feel like it's not just a matter of writing down affirmations and writing things in a journal and um, having certain crystals and stuff like that. Those are tools that help you get into alignment just like yoga is a tool that helps you get into alignment. Breath work is a tool that helps you get in alignment. Um, writing down a mantra and over and over again helps you get into alignment. Me reciting my mantra, bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when was my way of getting into alignment. So those are not, those are not bad things. But I, I want to dive in a bit more with this and help spread to the masses that this is a way of life and it doesn't have to be like set things you do every day it's more about your ability to get into an energetic frequency so it gets easier to exist in that frequency but those things are really great you know and the understanding that's why i called it mindset to manifestation because it's about the understanding of the mindset needed to then get in this energetic frequency and um Ability to manifest what your heart desires. And I mean, manifesting to me is is a more spiritual version of a goal. You know, does that make sense? Like you want something and you have to clear the path um, to get you to that thing. And so I look, yes, okay, I just kind of figured it out right now. I mean, it's not like I just figured out, but you know what I mean. I just the real the message just came to me because. I came from a coaching background 10 years ago, um, and I got my Reiki certification then as well as coaching certification from World Coach Institute. And at the time, in 2010, um, most people didn't really understand what a life coach was. It was, like, very new, you know, especially in New York. There weren't a lot of life coaches and let alone, like, Reiki. Um, I felt like that was something, like, where my mom grew up in California that just seemed to be, like, more open to this kind of stuff. We're on the East coast. It was like, what is that? (laughs) You know, I mean, people I knew working in yoga studio knew what it was, but I had to explain both of these things so much to the people I met while I was, um, bartending. They were like, what is that? You know? And so, um, what was my point? Um, Oh, so with the podcast and mindsets manifestation was like, Coaching is a way of helping you manifest, you know, like if you if you go through the coaching process, which like as a certified coach, I learned the coaching process, like you identify what you want and you create the actionable and measurable measurable steps um, and to to get you there. Basically, in essence, that's what it is. And so that's the way I looked at manifestation. And that's the way I looked at approaching this podcast was like, let's understand what's going on in the mind. And then also let's figure out how this thing, how this stuff is going to block us from thinking it's possible. How can we remove that block? And then how can we bring what we want in, you know? And how can we also accept the fact that it could come packaged in a different way, but I assure you it's going to be better than what you likely thought. So I, uh, I think I may have answered all your questions. I'm just bouncing back and forth. It's so funny when I record these, I'm like looking at an imaginary person. So Gabriella, I'm like looking at you <laughs> as I, I don't even know what you look like, but I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at your energy. I'm looking at your essence as I speak to you. Um, and then I keep going back to your email too, because I want to make sure I get all your questions. Um, so there was no like set time period really where it happened. It was just like a constant in my life. But I would say that, you know, when I started this podcast, I felt like, Oh yeah, I'm great. I'm, you know, I'm a certified coach and, you know, Reiki practitioner, you know, I got this. And, but honestly, I feel like when I started the podcast in 2018, I began speaking more and I feel like my throat chakra was really blocked off because I was not speaking my truth so much. I was forgiving a lot and finding forgiveness in my heart, but I wasn't, I had not graduated to that place of now I feel strong in my heart and I know my truth and now I speak my truth. And now when I, um, something that crosses my path is it that is if something crosses my path that isn't in alignment with my truth I know how to speak my truth to that meaning I know how to protect my boundaries and I know how to protect my spirit and my positivity and I know how to ask for what I want and I know how to say no to something I don't want and I and be a, be at peace with that I mean that's not that I'm always doing that I'm still questioning that but I know that the questioning of that is just more love and light that I need to shine inside my heart. And I need to put that mirror up and say, where, 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 are you feeling like bad about this for saying no? Like, why are you saying no? Your heart tells you no. So what part of you has this issue? You know, what part of you is feeling this and where do we need to give you some love? You know? So, oops, let me get back to the email again. So it was never, um, what I'm trying to say is I feel like it grew, it, it it like escalated with the podcast, like so escalated and I can't say, and then it just had different points of escalation where now it's like, I could say, oh yeah, it really escalated in, in on 11, 11. That was the day I launched the podcast in 2018, but then I could say, oh, and then it really escalated in April of 2019 and then it escalated even more in January, of 2021, you know, I could say that, but it just kept escalating. Um, okay. Was it hard to transition from such a negative mindset to the one you have now? It was it hard. Mm, No, it wasn't hard because it was so subtle and so gradual. Um, yeah, but I mean, but still there were those moments where I was crying in the shower, you know, because I was, I didn't want to cry in front of anybody else, you know, and I was crying in the shower because I was so unhappy with, my relationship and my, my job, like what I was doing work-wise um, in that moment that I was, that I told you guys about earlier that I was crying and, um, but I knew that I had a bigger purpose in my life. And so, yeah, that was hard, you know, it was hard, but that um, mantra really helped me a lot. So I think you got to find your power mantra, you know, and you're welcome to use that one, you know, take it. I've given that mantra to so many people and sometimes they'll forget it and they'll reach out to me and they'll say, what was your mantra again? <laughs> you know, so take it, please. I, I, I would love to give you that gift of that mantra that it can help you because it 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 really helped me. So, yeah, there were there were painful points of transition and then there were easy points of transition. Um, after so much experience, do you still find yourself in difficult mindsets. Absolutely. You know, I don't think that's going to go away. But my mindset around the difficult mindset is is very different. And I go back, I revert back to saying, when I'm in that negative mindset, I'm like, okay, let's get in front of the mirror, I say, put the mirror up to you. So but what I actually do is I go in front of the mirror, and I start telling myself, like, I love you so much, Christina, I'm here for you. You know, I don't know what's going on in your head, but I'm I'm here to help you figure it out. Like, where do we need more love? Where do we need to give ourselves some more attention? You know, where, um, where do we need to shine some more light? Where do we, where do we need to do some more work? Where do we need to practice this mindset more? And that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing because the more you do that, the more you unfold, right? The more you unfold the beauty and the magic inside of you as you do that, you know, I think it's also a place of acceptance that you're never going to figure it all out. And that's okay. Because what is life without having a little mystery? You know, if you know the way the story ends, where's the fun in that, you know, that's not any fun. Well, I mean, maybe you find like, maybe someone might think that's a a way of security because they know that this, 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 and this is going to happen. And then it's all going to be good, but why not just believe that it's all going to be good anyway? You know, and and it's all good, even though you have um, some of those negative mindsets come up, it's all good because you know how you, you've worked on your mindset around that negative mindset. You worked on the mindset of this is this is something that I need to work through, you know, this is something I need to heal. Um, and how can I love myself more in this moment? How can I accept myself more in this moment? And that is, you said, if so, how do you cope to remain in the positive side? Well, again, I go back to that shower moment because I was really feeling really bad. And I, that happened a few times because um, in the shower, that was where I had my privacy. And um, I just kept going back to that mantra, you know, and that mantra could help clear some of the energy, the crying cleared the energy, um, and that mantra helped put hope into my heart, you know, or not hope into my heart, The hope is already there in your heart. It helped open me up to the hope that was already within me. Does that make sense? It helped remove the layers of, of, um, of feeling like there was no hope to feeling like there is hope. You know, it, the hope and love is already there. It's just taking off the human thinking, the human container, um, breaking through that human container so you can then be in alignment with that hope. It's already there. There's just a human, I don't know, You, I, I, I like visualization. You could just think that you've got like a, a negative sweater on, <laughs> you know, it's, I need to shed this negative layer, this negative sweater, you know, so that way I can be in the comfort of what is already here. You know, if that, if that helps paint a picture for you and that's how I do it. So I hope that that helps you Gabriella. Um, I really appreciate your question and, um, guys, if you have other questions, you can reach out to me on the website. It's Christina at mindset to manifestation.com. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram. I've had people reach out to me there as well. Um, there's a few other questions I want to get to, but um, I wanted to get back to you, Gabriella, because this one was really resonating with me at this moment too. So I hope it I hope that helps light your way a little bit. Sending you so much love from New York. Bye.